when raising a Pacifico beer with friends you just met turns into hitting up their friend's local art show, getting inspired to create something together, and painting your first mural, you found what was waiting for you. Pacifico. Life's waiting. 21 plus only. Discover responsibly. Pacifico Clara Beer. Imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center, family-owned and operated, a no-pressure, laid-back atmosphere, and always home of the free maintenance for life. I'm giggly today. I don't know why. It's been that edible I had at 245. I don't know. Can All we, right. Can we discuss your um, your phone voices? No, we can't. I, the, no, the because man, the this man. is a common thing. No, and for you to pick on me is no, no, not no, no, fair. No, 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 no. But I, I don't think you're aware of it. I'm aware. Are I'm you? aware. Yes. When, when I call, the answer is, yeah. <laughs> like you just, you know, you burned six heaters and drank a case of Schlitz. I don't like you. That's why I answered the phone that way. So what happened around <laughs> about an hour and a half ago was the phone rings. That's right. And it's a woman. <laughs> a a woman. And he goes, hello? <laughs> That's right, yes. <laughs> hello? <laughs> hello, hello. I, I felt slighted. What, do you want me to say what? No, just a he- how do I answer the phone when you call me? I don't know. I never have called you. <laughs> I don't know. I pick up the test. I'm a out. delight on the other end. I say hello. I don't go. Yeah. Or what? Well, I'm between my third and fourth morning cigarette <laughs> when you uh, when you call usually. So. I just I find it ironic. DQ, do you have different uh, hello? I voices? think I do because I oh. I do think I answer the phone here a little differently my, than I talk. Well, okay, on professionally work stuff. My, that's one thing. My father, oh, no. it, it, my father is the top offender in this category <laughs> because my father will be on the phone on the speaker with my mom and myself, you know, in the other chair when I call them, and he'll be like, "What's up, fat boy?" And then his work phone rings, and he's like, thank you for calling Prism Medical. How may I help you? It's like, I need to call and be Prism Medical, a customer. I need to be a customer. I'll get the good treatment then. Uh, Tanner Tupelo has responded. Uh, He says, when Chad Morris was here, I did not rejoice always, but I did pray without ceasing long and hard for his termination. God answers (laughs) prayers. Well done. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, Brandon says, I can't waste a good hello on you. That's Uh, true. Here's a text uh, out of the 870 because it's always the 870 yeah. el chupacabra is just a coyote with a mange put that on the poll all right is the chupacabra <laughs> just a coyote with that mange? will be a poll question tomorrow okay <laughs> whoo all right chupacabra <laughs> <laughs> all right so back to the book thing yeah and i'm really you know going back through time i can't think of a razorback coach that's had a book deal can you I mean, there have been books written, but they've been like Nate Allen wrote one, Schaefer wrote one. Like no one, like a coach, has not written a book that I can think of. The Nolan book was after he was gone, and, you know, he didn't write it. It was the other guy that Mm -hmm. wrote the thing and just, you know, did interviews and stuff. So, I don't know. But Neighbors is the answer. Oh, he's the most question. interesting without man question. there. He's the most interesting person on that campus. Yes, Barn. He know, guys. I have sat with the man. He knows everybody, and if he doesn't, he you can play six degrees of Kevin Bacon with him, and you can tie him to just about everybody in this country. Yeah, that's true. Holtz has written a book, but that was after he was here, though. <laughs> right. That's after he got his undergrad and got his PhD somewhere else. That's right. After he won a natty that's after right. that school up uh, north. Brandon says Indiana. you don't waste the good hello on me. I read that one already. Uh, That's fine. Is it? 
Oh, boy. <laughs> I got him, finally. Dang it. Been waiting three years for that. Yeah. Viagra is the number one <laughs> recreational right. drug you. in America. Thank you. So, like, I'm trying to think about these books. Nolan, Nolan, didn't, Nolan put, didn't he have a book? It was, a, it was like, he didn't write it, though. Okay. Like, the, the, the author was the author. They didn't even do the thing where it's like Nolan and then written by whoever. Like, it was just the John Bacon, I think, did the book, maybe. I don't remember. This comes out because Saban's got this, or there's a book coming out about Saban that Saban has nothing to do with. Unauthorized. This guy from uh, AL.com. You have to have a person that's interesting enough to have mass appeal. And I don't think that's happened here. Nolan would have been closest. Right. Is um is Musselman interesting? For a book? Yeah. No. He could do a leadership book. He can do a yeah. book of all those sayings but, uh, he puts up every day. I, I, I'm talking about like the like the Saban book, the unauthorized biography, or, or you know that that sort right. of book. Nolan would have been the well, only Eddie Sutton, maybe. But people aren't reading books anymore. DQ says they're for old people. <laughs> and you listen. To, you don't even read them. You listen. I to listen them. to Audible. That's right. The Saban book's going to be on Audible. Oh, I'm going to have to check that out. So you're going to listen to a book. Okay. That's right. I wish Saban would be reading it. So I could get all the ites between sentences, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be. It's going to be some professional person. So, um, but Musselman could do a book. I mean, the Pittman story is interesting to us, but I don't know if anybody else would find no, the story no, no. of Sam Pittman Nolan, interesting. Nolan crossed a lot of, or he checks off a lot of boxes. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had mass appeal across the country. I have a friend of mine who lives in like Northwest Iowa, who was like the biggest Nolan Richardson fan. Ever. Right. And it was just because Nolan had that appeal in the early 90s when he was, you know, 16, 17, 18 years old. Right. And, and Nolan, Nolan's probably the closest thing to that. You know, you could write books about other coaches here, but I don't know that, but they would be like incident type things, like the Petrino thing. You could write a book about that. You could write, you know, the, 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 the later years, the later nut years, you could probably write a book about that. But I think only Pete people here would find it really interesting it may have some crossover nolan's the only one i can think of like corner to corner people know who he is are they are we uh this is not a knock i'm just asking a question here are we moving a lot of books in the state of arkansas for uh leisurely reading uh i bought one over the weekend okay there's one all right i don't know i don't know the answer to that i don't know if this is a big book market Hmm. in general um there's like two bookstores in this city over here, which is the second largest city in the state, so I don't, I don't know, I don't know how it works, I don't know, but neighbors is just fascinating because he's he's a mile wide on many different yes. subject yeah. matter. You know what I mean? Yep, he is. Yeah. I mean, no. How many guys you know sat next to Aaron Sorkin on an airplane didn't know who he was? That's right. The um, the other thing that can happen is when you go on a successful run. Or or a uh, or you have some sort of uh, access like uh, like um, the the year of the dog book, you can tell a bunch of stories and, and put the book, put a book out like that. But nobody gets that kind of access anymore. Over no, <laughs> no, they'll put out their own book. <laughs> right. and, and, but like teams and books around like events. Yeah, I mean, like the, what was the book the um, the one they did the, uh, the the thirty for thirty on the on the shootout in sixty nine. You know the book oh, I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, the Horns, Hogs, and yeah, Nixon coming book? Yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, that that is a that was a cultural event. You can write a book about that. Yes. I don't know that there's been a player or a uh, a coach other than Nolan Richardson that has just wide national appeal. Might have statewide appeal. You don't want a uh, a book recapping the 2015 year Brett Bielema was here? You don't want that? Unless we're going down to Dixon, no. <laughs> there's some, I told you, no access. There's some Tito's vendor that is retired. <laughs> Because I'm sure that that boy went straight to the source and went, look, I don't want to go out anymore. Just bring it to me. <sighs> All right. It's uh, 29 to the hour here on Ruskin and Zach on ESPN Arkansas. Hit that line.com. Has Saban done a book on his own? No. Ever? Not not one that I'm aware of. He's never... Nick Saban isn't that interesting. Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see here. Yeah, he, um, I mean, there's books here. There's books on Saban. Yeah. No, he hasn't, like, done a, a memoir, as mm-hmm. it were. But there's people he's not that interesting. remembering things. He is not that interesting. I know, but he's a popular person 
and you know people people are are intrigued maybe not interested they're intrigued i'm, I'm not i'm not buying it i like to read books i would not buy a book about nick saban there's nothing interesting about nick saban and his his life. i don't want to hear about these, how, how these he grew books up. that are coming up like yep. it doesn't look like he has any involvement in them like he's not getting any kind of um you know credit here mm-hmm. it's all other people so I don't know if he's involved at all. I mean, maybe he did a couple interviews, but is he involved in any of this stuff? Probably to some extent. I don't. I don't know. But I would read a Mike Neighbors book. Absolutely, I would. No, I would do that. I'm going to write a book one of these days. No, probably not. I'll, no, I'll, not. I'll write an eighth of a book and then stop. That's what. How's I'll the uh, coffee table book going? <laughs> you son of how's a gun. How's it going? Every time. How's it going? Every time. How's coloring going? <laughs> Every time. Mm-hmm. I actually started another uh, coloring oh, yeah, project. Started it, didn't finish it. You know why? <laughs> Ain't got no gas in it. <laughs> Makes my hands hurt. <laughs> oh my god! Are you kidding me? It does you got to know your limits? See, this is happening, and it's happening right in front of you. It's breaking down. God, why are you the way you are? Why? <laughs> no, I'm here. Come join us. Together, we might be able to put one, together one fully functioning human. I didn't have to uh, put any uh, biofreeze on today, so I consider well, that a win. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I haven't taken any pills. There, there you go. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. That's a win for me. Okay. So the coloring's not going well. You haven't finished the it's coffee. It's not going well. I'm, I'm, I'm so doing you, it. You hurt yourself. You're the first person in the human history to hurt themselves coloring. Like a I little carpal tunnel I can't, action I can't here. finish right. because, because my hands hurt. That's right. You should take them knitting. I went to the pencils. Excellent recommendation, DQ, yeah. on the pencils. No, what you need to do is go to those big fat crayons, apparently, so you don't have to hurt your hands. You know, but the ones are like the a, crayons don't work. Yeah, but he, these are very small so like, uh, plate windows to you know, color the, the into. The ones that are like six feet tall, you just rest it on your shoulder as you color. I had one of those that was a piggy bank as a kid. Oh. <laughs> there, was a, there was a slot on the, on the crayon. You put yeah, money in there. Justin's right. Coloring makes your hands hurt and you want to write a book. Justin, we don't we don't need don't encourage him, Justin. Please. Don't encourage You know how him. this would go? Here here it, my impression of Derek writing a book. Chapter one. I wonder what's on TV. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's how it would go. I've, I I quickly you missed it, but I quickly clarified. I would write an eighth of a book and then stop. That's what I would do. No, you wouldn't. No, <laughs> you'd go. Chapter one. <laughs> I'm hungry. I would write well, one chapter. I've done enough for today. Would you do the forward? Oh, yeah. Oh, or yeah. the post word or the whatever it's called. The forward would be longer than the book. <laughs> Who would you dedicate the book to? Oh, there you go. I don't know. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Who you're dedicating the book to? I don't know. I got a few suggestions. <laughs> I bet you do. I have a couple of suggestions, too. Mm-hmm. Like I dedicate the book to. <laughs> yeah. Let me know when that's done. <laughs> All right. Anybody else? Anyone else want to punch the host? Anybody else? Anybody else? 866 yeah, no, okay, Trey, Trey's right on this. Maybe you give up the coloring because it's clearly not for you, but you get those uh, those stickers, the numbered stickers thing, where you just you take the, like, a one is orange and you just stick the sticker on. That won't hurt your hands as much. Are they scratch and sniff? No. Well, I'm not interested in mm. I'm only scratch and sniff sticker. That's all I want. <laughs> yeah. Now, who narrates your audio book? I don't know. Chapter one, the end. Thank you. <sighs> All right, fine. We will uh, we'll return in a moment with more hilarity at my expense here. I, I, don't don't be angry. Do not be angry. Don't sulk. You, you <laughs> not sulk. Just take take your medicine. I don't have the poo poo lip. Did I'm I, fine. Did I tell you you wouldn't finish your coffee table book? Yes. Did I tell you you weren't going to finish any coloring? Yes. I'm trying to save you some money. Just don't start anything. Finish what you got. Don't start anything. Don't start anything. Listen, kids. Get a bonsai tree. Hey, uh, the Ed Ogeron book is on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get it for a dollar and seventy-two cents. So it's going well. That's, that's right. <laughs> that's right. You can. It's ninety-four percent off. <laughs> Holy lord. We're not moving these Ed Ogeron books very much, are we? We've got to get them out of this warehouse. People in South Louisiana can't read. <laughs> and then there's that 
Possibility as well. The elephant in the room. You can't read. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, and events with first market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, the National Football League, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BLEAV50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. 38 days. Blue pick. 38 days? That's what you said earlier, wasn't it? <laughs> of all the things I say to you, why is that the one you listen to? I don't know. That one just that one lodged in there for some okay. reason. I don't know. Okay, I've got the uh, I've heard the drink thing. I don't have it to play for you. We don't have the rights to that stuff, but I've heard it. Mm-hmm. And um, um, Eli brought his joke book today to the uh, to the Jim Rome show. I don't know how you can't like him. He's he's admonishing his own wife for not helping him cheat, <laughs> like Jeremy Pru- like Jeremy Pruitt. Is the there was a time there was a time when Arkansas was the laughing stock of college football. You know the French mistake. We we we've we've been over this uh, land. There's no reason to go over this ground again. But today, on July 27th, Jeremy Pruitt is the laughing stock of college football. He is. He is the. He is being trolled by a. 12 and 10 coach or 12 and 11 coach at Missouri for his actions when he was the head coach at Tennessee. 11 and 12. Sorry, that's Drake's record. Which may improve. 11 and 12. It, it, it may improve. Very this short. guy's taking a run at you right now. <laughs> I mean, uh, because Drake's still employed. Yeah, I mean, he <laughs> do whatever he wants. I still don't know. How you cheat and pay players and go three and seven. I don't, I do not I can understand tell you, that. You're not a good coach. Okay. Uh, here's a text from Andrew in Ozark. Do you guys ever regret telling the audience that they can tell you guys are in a good mood when you sing along with the jingles? Do we yeah, do that? I feel like I have to do it every day. Otherwise, they'll think I'm in a bad mood. Do we do I, that? I am aware of that. Yeah. Okay. No. All right. I'll make a note of that. I didn't know that we sang along with it. Jeremy Pruitt in three years went 16 and 19 at Tennessee. What'd the guy before him go? Butch? Yeah. Um he went five and seven, seven and six, two nine and fours, and then four and eight. And then out of there. And then they tried to hire Shiano, who would probably would have done pretty well there. And the and Twitter went nuts. Mm-hmm. And they said no. And then they got Pruitt. And he was a disaster. Yes. <laughs> yes. He he was not uh that well, you did go eight and five once. But. Yeah, I don't know that that whole thing. The, Tennessee is one of those programs, and you've said it before. When Clemson's good, Tennessee's going to be bad because no. they recruit the same area. No. If Tennessee's good, Clemson's going to take a hit. No, I do not like Tennessee. Not as much as I don't like Kentucky bat, men's basketball, but I do not. What like do you have Tennessee. against Tennessee? I did. They just irritate me. They 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 get so much attention, and they haven't deserved attention in about twenty years. It's since Fulmer was there, like they just it 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 irritates me that there's all the even this year like whoa oh, this big year hypeal and all, all this stuff I'm like but it's a big they're year. gonna go seven and five again like they're not winning the East. Well, nobody's picking them to win but it is a big year for Josh Heupel. he is recruiting well all of all of those things are true but nobody's picking them what but, they what were they picked third or but, fourth but in the East do it on the field man like. It, do it on the field. That's what I said. Yeah, Tennessee tried to get Mike Leach. Turned yeah. him down. Yeah. He knew. Yeah, Mike didn't want that. He knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they, uh, I, I mean, I, I just I just feel like they get an inordinate amount of attention that is not deserved. That's how I feel. There are a lot of teams. Because Knoxville's a relatively large market in the SEC footprint. It's not huge, but it's decent size. It might be bigger than Little Rock, even. I'm not sure. But... They get a lot of run, and they just—it's seven and six all the time. Seven and six, seven and six, eight and five. The SEC is better when Tennessee is good. The SEC is better when Florida is good. Florida, Georgia, Tennessee have to be good for the East to be competitive in anything. Right now, it's a very West-dominated league. It, well, in 
it's Alabama, Georgia, and everybody else. Somebody's got to step up and, and challenge those teams. And, you know, why not Tennessee? Why not Florida? Those teams are a mess right now. League's better when Tennessee's good. I guess. I don't know if I buy into the whole such and such is better when this team is good. Like, I have a good time watching regardless of nope. who's good or when not. When James good. Franklin was winning nine games at Vanderbilt, who cares? The league wasn't better. The, the, who cares? I, okay, I'll give you that one. Yeah. The league wasn't better when Vanderbilt when, was good. When Spurrier won the East at South Carolina. Yeah, it's it's South Carolina. I see. Kentucky's, Kentucky is a rock-solid program under Mark Stoops. Rock-solid. But eh, do they do anything to move the meter? No. Tennessee does. Florida does. Georgia does. Who's the other team? Oh, Missouri. When Missouri won back-to-back East titles. Yawn. Thank you. Tennessee shows up. We're, we're having a different discussion. No. But Tennessee, since, I mean. It's that orange. It's just an irritating color to look at. Tennessee, it, although winning a national title with Phil Fulmer, the way they got rid of Johnny Majors was a red flag. That, that that was one of those programs that was run by people on the, the inside. The Shiano thing was a red flag. There's nothing well, wrong with him Majors at all. Was, it was 20 but, years before. But Twitter ran with mm-hmm. an unsubstantiated yep. rumor, and the administration caved mm-hmm. to the Twitter mob, yep. to the cancel culture. And then they got Jeremy but Pruitt, they, and he they, sucked. That you remember when they hired Kiffin. Kiffin was there for 10 months. They, they bring him in. Kiffin's out on the, uh, you know, doing the the rubber chicken circuit, and he's running his mouth at, at Florida and about all of their, you know, all of their he, things. Didn't he talk about the guy pumping gas yep. or something like that? Sure yeah. did. And that was a disaster. Then you go and hire Derek, Derek Dooley. I mean, Ooh, we yeah. kind of forget about how bad that was. Yeah, that wasn't good. No, it wasn't good. Yeah. And then it's just been a series of blunders for Tennessee from, yeah. I mean, year after year after year after year. Hypel seems stable for them. And if they're stable and he brings stability and he gets and he's recruiting very, very well, they could be competitive again. I'm not saying they'll win the East. I'm not saying they'll win the league, but a good Tennessee team is good for business. Yeah. I guess the other thing that I um I guess another reason why Tennessee irritates me is because when there's a Tennessee game on, now this hasn't happened with Hendon Hooker yet, but maybe it will. But there's a Tennessee game on. They're heaping so much praise on the volunteer quarterback. I will watch the game, and the volunteer quarterback plays poorly. And I'm just like, this is this is it? Like the Josh Dobbs era drove me crazy because they would talk about all this stuff, and then he'd get out there and just stink. Well, he'd like, be it, great against South Carolina yes. and Kentucky and Vanderbilt, and he, he would get into the big games against Bama and, and the teams from the West, and he would suck. Hendon yeah. Hooker's the same way. You watch Hendon Hooker play. He threw 31 touchdowns last year, though. How do you do against? I mean, he had a nice game. I think they played Alabama, and he was not great. They got down big and fast. What do you do against Bama? Um, Georgia. He threw for two eighty-two against Bama. Mm-hmm. Against Georgia, he threw for three thirty-two. Mm-hmm. How many picks? What's his TD to INT? Um, well, and what were the in, final scores in, in Phil Steele? Well, they lost both those games. No, but obviously. how many? I mean, what, how many? Fifty-two twenty-four. Okay, Bama so, beat him. Georgia beat him forty-one seventeen. Okay, so they got beat by twenty-four and twenty-eight. Phil Steele doesn't do picks by game. They just do the turnover margin mm-hmm. by game. And they were uh, zero in the turnover margin. They were even. And they were minus two in a turnover margin against Jordan. Now, Mr. Pitt, but he only threw three picks all year. Mr. Pitt bring, brings up a good point. <clears throat> he says, I don't, wanna, I don't want Tennessee to be good because I don't want to hear Rocky top a thousand times. They actually, the average is 127 times a game is what they play. Learn another freaking song for crying it's out what loud. They, dude, they're from East Tennessee. I understand. And that. Look, you're right. You're, you're from right. that area. You just all I dirt mean, roads lead to Knoxville. I guess. That, that's <laughs> Brandon Evans. That's um, right. Yeah, I mean, they're they're the USC of the East. USC's band knows two songs. Yeah. You know, and, and I know student sections that will chant at Tennessee's you know band. Flip the page. You know, <laughs> yes, please turn the page. That's great. Anything. Thank you. Yeah. These poor kids. Yeah. You're making band band kids cry because they only get taught I one lo- song over I there. I love a good marching band. I love at a college football game. Bring your band. I love marching bands, but don't bring your drum if unless you're, you're USC or for, or Tennessee. Then don't bring your band. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jeff or Matkins is ready for divisional play to end. Why? in ASCC? I don't. Know. Okay. I, um, I mean, the East doesn't really do anything it's still anymore. Gonna, they only won the national title. Last okay, year. they got one team over there. Great, they do. But it's going to be Georgia and Alabama for the foreseeable future. Great. How exciting is that going to be? Not very fantastic. Ah, Jake you know, Harrison this, says, "Band kids don't cry." 
All right. What about that famous gif of that girl at the March Madness with Villanova, the piccolo player, mm -hmm. bawling her eyes out after Villanova lost or whatever? Right? Uh, here we go. Uh, Chaz has let us know the Tennessee fans are the Dallas Cowboy fans of the NCAA. I don't know. And uh, this text says Dobbs was better than Garantano. I'm thinking of Garantano, maybe, that was always stinking oh, it up. Now, that guy. He was dreadful. That Oof. guy. <laughs> he was a pick six waiting to happen. Yo. Yo. So, um, the other thing, while we're talking about Alabama and Georgia for the foreseeable future, this is a good time to bring up what Rich Rod said. At uh, He's at Jacksonville State now in uh, Alabama. And he was doing a press conference and talking about the sport. And he said, uh, college football is in danger right now. And he brought up something something so simple that I don't know why we hadn't thought of this before. But it sometimes it takes people that are smarter than us. And I think Rich Ross is smarter than me. I know that. Probably smarter than you also. I don't know. Oh, I, that's a fact. Yeah. But just, just listen to what he had to say. Like, So we're ta he's talking about NIL and how uh, you know the portal and all that stuff. And he breaks it down in the simplest terms. You got to remember in the NFL, the best team picks last every year. And the way college football is constructed, the best team always picks first. So you can see why we have Alabama, Georgia, Alabama, Clemson, year after year after year. And there's not really any way to do anything about that, nope. as far as I can tell. But it is it, it is nice that you can have like you know. 10 different playoff teams year over year yeah. in the National Football League because there is competitive balance versus um, in college football where, again, the best team doesn't pick last at the end of the of the selection process. They always pick first. College football is not designed for parity, nope. nor, nor do the teams at the top want parity. No. The Alabamas, the Georgias, the Clemsons, the, you know, the, the USC's, the, the Ohio State's, they do not want parity. They just want, they, they want to write you a game check and be done with it. Right, the, Let them go the, play for the national title. You go what, to your bowl game. What's happening in this NIL deal right now is the have-nots, like Lane Kiffin, are crying salary cap. And the Nick Sabans or the Sarks of the world or Jimbo Fisher are like, man, we don't care. <laughs> no. <laughs> we would just do whatever. Although Jimbo said he just wants every state to have the same set of rules, which is not the case right now. And that's never going to happen. No. Because nobody, there is no one that is a steward of college football. They, right. they don't. This isn't. This, this isn't the NFL. The NFL is designed for the bad teams to get good, yeah. the good teams to rotate back to the middle of the pack. Right. It's the way the league's set up. College but, football's not like that. But you're also um, in college football. Fans are more likely to show up to watch a bad team than in the pros. Really? Yeah. Because I can. I, end of the Chad Morris area. We were we had twenty six thousand. But at the, the beginning of the Chad Annou Morris announced. 71. But at the beginning of the era, they were bad, but people still showed up. People didn't know how bad they yeah. were because they were led astray by people who foolishly pick ball games and try and trick and deceive fans. But the, um, I shouldn't say like that. That's a little bit harsh. But, you know, they got product to move to, I suppose. Anyway. But, yeah, at the end, I mean, you could fire a cannon in there and no one would be injured. But, yes. Early on, I mean, they were still drawn 40. Mm -hmm. College football is emotional. Yeah. NFL is not. NFL is business. Yeah. College football is emotional. It's going back to campus. If you haven't been back in a while, everybody makes a trip to go back. They pick a game. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, different, it's a different vibe. Right. But eventually, if it's bad enough for long enough, yeah, you're going to lose. People are not going to show up. It happens. But it, it takes happens longer to get to that point. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, probably takes three in seasons. college than it does in the pros. In the pros, if you have like a bad month, like no one will show up anymore, mm -hmm. and they'll just watch it on TV because yep, it's easy. Because every game's on TV That's somewhere. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they have, you know, they have those different blackout rules. Someone will come in and buy up all the tickets, even though the stadium's half empty, and you can still watch the game mm -hmm. locally. So anyway, all right, eleven after the hour, you drive home powered by Mr. Sparky. On Ruskin and Zach, 866-285-4005 if you have a thought on any of this stuff here on the Ruskin and Zach program. But that is interesting. That uh, I've never thought of it that way. The best teams always pick first. And in the NFL, the best team never picks first in, right. the, uh, the, Alabama in the player got the, selection meeting. Alabama got the number 12 player in the country today to commit. No. You know, rich get richer.
pigs get fed. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, anyway, that's what I that's what I have for you there. Now, I would like to tell you about a woman whose um, boyfriend eats his own earwax. What? Wow, I feel like we just took a left turn. We did. Okay, go we ahead. Did. We did. Fine. What do you got? Um, a distressed woman went onto one of these message boards to talk about her partner's disgusting eating habits, but the partner doesn't think he's doing anything wrong. He eats his own snot, earwax, <laughs> and eye boogers. <laughs> no. That's right. You know, those crispy things in your eyes. He thinks the fact that I'm disgusted is unreasonable. And most people do this. And others don't really care that they do this. And Where, where is this? Uh, this is on a message board. No, no, no. Uh, where, where is this person it, located? It doesn't say where this okay. person is uh, located. Um, in the response on the post, one writer wrote, Beyond Gross... And another person said, I am retching just reading this, yeah, which is kind of what you did this I am, now. I am retching right now. Yes. Um, yes. That's disgusting. And then someone asked if your partner is an orangutan. <laughs> <laughs> is, DQ, is that a ghostable offense? He's a yeah. 10, but he, he eats his own no, earwax. That's a zero. <laughs> Are we ghosting at that point? I mean, how did you even let it get that far? How do you like? I want to know if this person is still in a relationship. How do you go through life thinking it's normal to do this when you never see anyone else in life do this? Like there are certain social cues. People aren't sitting around at the bus terminal eating their own books. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> what, what is this? God, if you're knuckle deep, I just I can't mining for gold. Uh, come on. So that uh, you—that's a ghostable offense, DQ. Yeah. Yeah, there's no there's no second date. <laughs> well, it said that this was her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. That's the part. Yeah, they're in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, why would you stay with someone? He must have a a uh, big wallet. Thank you. I'll get there eventually. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Appreciate that. Thank you. I don't understand how you can. Oh, everybody does this. No. Where? No. Where, where is this place where you look around and everybody's doing that? Where? It's bizarre. I ruined Matt and Aiken, South yeah. Carolina's dinner. Sorry, I'm Matt. sorry, man. I feel, I feel badly about that. And it's an hour earlier or later there. Yeah, so. It's six. Oh. Sorry about that, Matt. I'm sorry. I feel bad now. I state my regret. Um. Mojo Man is grossed out. Hacker says this sounds like an episode of South Park. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Nothing to see here. Move on. <laughs> right? Moving along. We'll just uh, go ahead and not yeah, revisit just, that no, next hour. No, no, no. We'll just we'll let that one. We'll just let that lay there. We have a decision on the Jeopardy host. Uh, oh, oh, good. They're going to both keep doing it. Who? Mayim Bialik and Ken Jennings. Sony Pictures has entered into a long-term deals that will have two hosts on Jeopardy. Bialik to host primetime editions as well as the new Celebrity Jeopardy show that they're going to start. And um, Does anybody watch Jeopardy anymore? Well, we're here. so No, I'm no. just saying, I, I don't know. I can't think of one person under the age of 75 that would even be eligible to watch this. I don't know. Hey, um... You know, they, they had Alex Trebek, and he died in 2020, and they cannot find another game. We are out of game show hosts, hireable game show hosts, because mm. Wink Martindale could do this, but he's 88, so they don't want to have to go through the whole search again because, you know, Wink is on the 18th green. Let's be honest here. And, you know, Chuck Woolery is persona non grata in Hollywood, so... I think we're going to go with scheduled a notice on Facebook. Okay. All right. I would like, um, I don't know. I don't know why Tom Bergeron doesn't give a look. He's not doing anything. And he's a game show host. How is it going to be so hard to find someone to read clues? That we're like, oh, these two. And they're fine. They're not great. They have to find a they're celebrity. They're not awful, but they're not. They're yeah, just fine. They're... Ugh. We're out of game show hosts. Endangered species like the uh, monarch butterfly. I'm 
take this old bird out of her misery. <laughs> Guys, sometimes stress, anxiety, or a bad day can affect performance and ruin a fun night. But BlueChew.com is here to the rescue. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra or Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew is an online prescription service. No visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is really simple. You go to bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And it's all done online. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. And you don't have any pills to swallow. Blue Chew's tablets are chewable. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA, and they prepare and ship direct so it's cheaper than the pharmacy. Here is the special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code BLEAVE at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your first month for free. PristineAuction.com is the most trusted sports memorabilia auction site. With an A-plus BBB rating, auctions on PristineAuction.com start at just $1, and each day there are over 1,000 autographed items available. So you win signed authentic signatures at affordable prices. Just last week, an autographed Justin Herbert jersey sold for $110. Deals like these are happening all the time on PristineAuction.com, and they have just about every player you could want in including Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, and so much more. Every item on pristineauction.com comes with a certificate of authenticity from the industry's most reputable authenticators. Upgrade your collection of signed memorabilia today and get $10 off your first item one when you use code HTL when you sign up. Again, pristineauction.com, use code HTL and get $10 off your first item one. And that's not all. In addition to $10 off your first item, we are giving away a signed Traylon Burks Arkansas Razorbacks jersey to one lucky listener who signs up using this code HTL. Here's your chance to win. All you have to do is sign up on their website using our registration code HTL to be entered. Visit pristineauction.com slash register today. Now back to the podcast. 866-285-4005. Somebody throw an interesting topic on the table. I am farming the work out to you. I'm tired right now. <laughs> you, the free labor out there in the audience, give us something interesting to hey, discuss what, here. What's on, what's on your mind? That's right. I want to know what you think. That's what I want. No more uh, No more uh, eating uh, no. wax no, stories. No, 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 We're not no, doing no, that no, anymore. No, no. We, we, got, uh, we got some people that uh, that weren't pleased with that. This, when I'm left to my own devices, this is what happens. Mm. This is why I need. We need to. Uh, uh, what is it? Group think, crowdsource this thing. There it is. Thank you. Crowdsource it. Um, so that's what we need to do. So please, uh, if you have anything on your mind, and I do mean anything on your mind, it's wide open Wednesday, I guess. So let us have it. Eight six six two eight. We've got four suggestions. I mean, Bing, 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 right on the uh, right yeah, on the text, and they're all terrible. <laughs> Every last one of them. Some of them are words we can't say. Yeah, I know, guys. You gotta. I need you to think along with us. Right. This is your opportunity yes. to run the show, right now. A rare opportunity. And I want. This is what you need to do. That's what. That's what needs to happen here. All right. <laughs> You are in the driver's seat, folks. Yes, we'll just sit quietly. That's right. Okay. That's right. We will just, we'll sit, just quietly sit quietly and, and wait for you to play come green back. grass and high tides, and uh, then we'll. It's uh, twenty-two minutes long. We'll dip in every now and then. The album with version call. is twenty-two yeah. plus. Thank God for that. With a with a long walk up, you can make that at a, you can make a segment out of that. <laughs> that's right. We could do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Robert is in Fort Smith. Hello, Robert. Hey guys, real quick, you know, with the super conferences coming in the next few years, a lot of people are worried about some some rivalries being gone. You know, we could, we're going to make new ones, and, you know, and that's the thing. 
the kids, I shouldn't say kids, but young adult people, they don't know the Texas rivalry because they weren't born then. So maybe it's their turn to have some rivalry start that they're going to grow, you know? So I don't think it'll all, you said to call in that, so, you know, something like bring up again. That's a, that's a good, that's a good one, Robert, because we haven't, uh, I talked about this last week because, um, in Jimbo's comments last week, he may have inadvertently spilled the beans on who A&M's three permanent opponents are going to be when Texas and Oklahoma join the conference, mm-hmm. and Arkansas was not on that list, which led me to believe that I wonder if Texas will be a permanent opponent for Arkansas. Probably not. I don't know, because nothing ever goes their way when it comes to matters of the league office over there in Birmingham. So, And that's if you have three regular opponents and five rotating opponents. You could also have four regular opponents and maybe they do four that don't rotate or four that do rotate or five and they do a nine-league schedule. There's just so much uncertainty with what's going on here. And the one thing about football season is we like to know a long time ahead of time who we're playing and when because – People make plans. They do stuff yeah. with football. It's it's a day long, like you said, it's a weekend long thing, and just there's there's so much uncertainty in the next um, few years with the uh, with the football you schedule. Can't just it, tear up teams that you can't tear up the schedule of teams you've been playing for a hundred years and go ah we'll just find somebody new. That doesn't work. How's that work since Arkansas left the SWC? Right. They, they they've just sort of been out on the, on an island in the in the SEC with no real rival had some great teams come in and some fun afternoons, but not a team that you just loathe. Right. And you say, okay, this is our rival. And, and somebody that considers you a rival. And the problem that the schedule people are having is everybody wants to play Texas. Yes. And they can't, make, they, they can't make that work. Because, yeah. Because Texas is beatable. That's everybody gettable. Wants a piece of, yeah. It is a gettable game. Yes. Absolutely. All right, we're we're getting some suggestions here. Hacker wants to roll with the uh, the poll question I put up earlier today about the scariest movie you've ever seen. Scariest movie I've ever seen. Yep. DQ. Hmm. I um, said The Conjuring. I'd Ooh. say Annabelle Creation. Okay, you're you're Which in, is an we're, we're, in yeah, the Yeah, we're in the conjuring. we're in the same yeah. scenario. The Shining is is not great. The Shining, the Shining, is, the Shining is, well, isn't scary to me. Okay. Yeah, it's creepy though. It is creepy. It just yeah. doesn't scare me. Yeah, I'm not scared, so I would go with creepiest movie I've seen is either The Shining or um, um, The Silence of the Lambs. Ooh, that is yeah, a creepy that's a, movie. That's a very good movie. I mean, that man's face was gone for crying out loud. Lance would like us to start taking relationship questions again. Yeah. No. Hey, you want to fire away? I'm uh, I'm all for it. Second attorneys voting for another grocery list segment. I do need to go to the store tonight. All right. Um, all right. I, I do need to go to the store tonight. Fire I, up the music. I have not been. Uh, I've not been grocery shopping since I got home. So you're running out of everything. Uh yeah. Well, I get the kid back tonight. So yes, I better. Well, you better, uh, yeah, you better, better be stocked up. That then. kid will eat. So yeah, I've got to go. Uh, got to go tonight. I've not done anything as far as a list. I, I really need to go home and take a survey. See what uh, a survey. Yeah, a survey of what I've got. Because, oh, I see. Because she's going on vacation again next week, and I'm not going to have her for weeks. And when she's gone, I don't eat all that much. Okay. No. we got to get you on Supermarket Sweep, the, your grocery list. I'd have list. a good time. I'd right. have, I, I would have that show. Here's another vote for The Conjuring being the scary. You, you, you've seen that, right? I've not seen The Conjuring. It's got, um, what's the guy's name? Ron Livingstone's in it? Um, Vera. For, oh, for, 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 for yeah, yeah. For, yeah. I know you're She's about. in it. It's uh yeah that that's one of those that'll make the hair on the on your neck stand up right right uh-huh. here's a vote for the Wizard of Oz I was terrified of those flying monkeys when I was a kid I used to have nightmares about it my mom wouldn't let me watch it I had the they did for the fiftieth anniversary of the Wizard of Oz in eighty nine they put out this big picture book with a, like a coffee table book and in there they had a photo of the wizard head. And just like the model, not like it projected up on the mm-hmm. screen, and it's this little shrunken head with like demon eyebrows, scared the bejesus yeah, out of me. I, I can get that. Yeah, I can. Understand I didn't that. watch that movie for like five years when I saw that book. I was like crying when I saw that. <laughs> I was like six years old. Ah! I mean, it was bad. AP down in Durham would like a fire extinguisher expert to come on so that I can talk uh, fire extinguishers. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah, I can. Go kill, out to- I, I burn a segment on fire extinguishers. <laughs> I'll go. 
I'll go take oh, a lung guard in the parking lot. Uh, this one's relevant uh, after my vacation, which is the world's worst airline. He has a particular um, has a particular vote. Uh, I would actually tell you it's a foreign airline. Okay. Starts with British, ends with airways. <laughs> the, um, uh, well, somebody had a bad experience. Well, who were we? We were talking about this in, at Megadesk a few weeks ago. Mm. Someone went overseas. And they were on the Lufthansa or whatever it Lufthansa? was. Lufthansa? Yeah. And they came back and they hated it. Who was it? Had a terrible experience. I can't remember now. Uh, James not- wants to know what's the worst movie you've ever seen. I've only gotten up and walked out of one movie. Yeah. <laughs> it was Richard Gere's movie after Pretty Woman. It was called Final Analysis. It had uh, Kim Basinger in it. Okay. And it was awful. I've never walked away. Well, Look, if I put my money down, I'm staying till the end. And I walked out about halfway through this and said, I can't do this. Well, we have, uh, this is a callback to uh, season one of uh, Ruskin and Zach. We have established that Skidoo is the worst movie But you've never ever you made. walked out of it. No, no, I, it. I watched okay. it um, because it was on, it, you know, it came out in the 60s, so I couldn't have walked out of the theater. Otto Preminger directing, mm-hmm. Groucho Marx, Jackie Gleason, Carol Channing, all these stars in in this cast and yet zero story whatsoever none and then uh, Jackie Gleason's in jail and he takes LSD and it's, it's a, it is a it's a it's a nutty movie and it's it's been regarded as one of the worst films ever made the bonfire of the vanities is not very good i've seen that it's bad hudson uh, hawk is bad hudson hawk's bad mm-hmm. both bruce uh, willis movies yeah, uh, yes that's right yes chad rogers says phone booth i actually liked phone booth okay I, it wasn't, Let's do this then. Let's do the worst movie <laughs> the worst we've movie seen. seen. It, it's it's, it's, well, we're, it's we've, catching on here. We're, we're crossing over here. Uh, Matt, Tra- Matty T. Oh, what does he th- say? Thank you. No, Matt's correcting me on the Conjuring. It's Patrick Wilson, not Ron Livingston. I apologize. No, that Ron Livingston's in office space. He no, he's in it. He's the. I think he's <laughs> I the husband who who bought the house. But the guy I'm thinking of, he's right. Is is Patrick Livingston? I uh, on the movie thing. Um, the worst movie I've ever seen was Phenomenon with John Travolta, or the Batman with Clooney. That was bad. It, it, those that are the two really worst bad. movies I've ever seen in theater. And then it was, I mean, they were showing them at the Benson Auditorium in, at Harding. It's not really a movie theater, but they had they here's show a, movies. Here's there. an odd one. Trey in Hot Springs says the worst movie ever is Monster with Charlize Theron. She won an Academy Award for that. Mm. Not Monster's Ball with uh, Halle Berry? That was a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Pretty good. Ooh. <laughs> Battlefield Earth. Oh, oh, God, that's a terrible film. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. <laughs> also a John Travolta flick. Yeah, he made some turkeys after yeah, those look, who, t- look Who's Talking movies. Or after uh, Pulp Fiction, I guess. Because Pulp Fiction was after the Look Who's Talking series. And then yeah, and then he made some duds. Yikes. Uh, now, Andy and Bentonville, I've seen this movie. He's Dinner with Schmucks. Or- I've seen that. That movie is so freaking funny. It's That's not weird. Terrible. Andy would disagree with you. That he movie said it's hilarious. Sucked. I'll tell. I got one that may be controversial. Napoleon Dynamite's not a very good movie. Napoleon I Dynamite love Napoleon sucks. Dynamite. Not a good it movie. Is, no, it that movie's sucks. good. It sucks. Not a good movie. It's not a good movie at all. It's weird. It, it you like it because it's irreverent and it makes you sound like you know what you're talking about. It's a terrible. No, I mean terrible, it's a bad movie. Terrible, but I movie. like it. Okay, you can like it, but but it it's not great. No, it's not. Here's a vote for Bowfinger. Yeah, that sucked. <laughs> Who voted for Swordfish? Burn the nitrates. We, we will have a discussion if you thought Swordfish sucked. Well, there's one good part. I have the collector's edition of that. <laughs> you have the Blu-ray? You got that right. <laughs> That's uh, bury, I saw. You can bury me with that. One time with the boys, we saw Earth to Echo. It wasn't very good. And I don't it, like that movie. It was all shaky camera movement, and I got nauseous. I had to leave Here, the theater. Here's a good one. James says Anchorman 2 ruined Anchorman 1. Oh, really? Yeah, Anchorman 2 sucked. Right. I got one for you. Rocky Horror Picture Show is not a very good movie. No, there you it's go. not. There, I said it. It's not. It's an experience. You do it once. That's right. I said the it. The movie's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not great. It's not all as right. great as everybody. Uh, these people that do it every so, year. So let mm-hmm. me let me let's do this. This is your drive home powered by Mr. Sparky. Taking out any Godfather movie. Ooh. What's the best movie you've ever seen? Because everyone will say Godfather. So we got to. I, I love the Godfather one. Um, okay, Godfather but I'm taking two. those I out. Know, I know. I'm. I'm um, this is why I took them out. Give me a second. Okay. It's right. Forrest Gump. 
Forrest Gump? Forrest Gump's good. Forrest Gump's really good. It's not um, the best, though. I best think. movie I've ever seen, my opinion. It, Shawshank's really good. Okay. I love Shawshank. The quality, that's a quality uh, um, I love, contender. I love Goodfellas. Okay. I re I love Goodfellas is fantastic. Okay. Um I like Saving Private Ryan. Okay. But the my favorite movie after The Godfather, we talked about this the other day, is Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. Okay. I like that Redford Paul Newman. Newman, Robert yeah. Redford. Yeah. I like that. I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. I was asked about this, and I've just I I I've so many I like. I like the hustler. I like Butch and Sundance. I like the apartment. Um, I don't know. The I watched uh, the apartments. Now, did you see the new one or the old? One? No, the old one. Okay, the old one. I watched really the old good. Odd Couple too, which is great with uh, Lemon mm-hmm. and Mathel. That's right. that's great. Um, Grumpy Old Men is good. I mean, it's not on this list, but it's a good movie. Um, other than uh, the Godfather. Yeah, uh, yeah. Here's here's one I forgot about. Glory is really good with Denzel and Matthew Broderick. Yeah. That's excellent. Here's a vote for Blazing Saddles. One of my one of my favorite movies, one of my all time favorites, and I know this is an unpopular one because it's popular. I like the original Star Wars. One seventy seven, New, New Hope, New Hope. I think that movie Episode is four. That, that movie is, but the, the only perfect movie I've ever seen is The Godfather one. Well, it's funny you bring that up because film students are told the perfect screenplay is Back to the Future. That is the perfect <laughs> okay. screenplay, and it's a really obviously it's a great movie. Um, I don't know if it's on this list. Uh, I have a bad movie for you Go from uh, Kevin. Uh, Holy Man with Eddie Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Now, Nate Fayetteville, he, he's, he sent in a list. Saving Private Ryan, Shawshank, Braveheart, and The Green Mile. Have you seen The Green I Mile? I love The Green you? Mile. Boy, you better be ready. I love that if movie. If you haven't seen The Green Mile, you better buckle up and be ready for that. Percy that is a, that is, you are on a roller coaster. Listen to him squishing in his pants. You, you've now. seen that, DQ? I haven't. Yeah, that's, you got to be ready for the end. Goodwill Hunting is on this list. I like Goodwill Hunting. I didn't see Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting came out like the mid 90s. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it until like 2015. Yeah. That's a really good movie. And the thing with like Robin Williams is Robin Williams, there's no in between with him. His mm-hmm. performance, his performances are really, really good. Dead Poet Society. That's another yep, one on my yep, list. Yep. I like but, that movie too. But his movies are really great, but they really suck. Yeah, there's no I mean, middle. One hour photo. He's playing a Awful. dramatic role. It's not that good. RV. Yeah. Terrible. Oh, RV's dreadful. He's so, funny in that too. Yeah, Man of the Year. Yeah, yeah. Well, kind of like you that. like Man of the Year. I kind of like that. Got that. Cheryl Hines in it. No, from it's Curb. got Laura Linney in it. Okay, well then RV's got Cheryl Hines. In right. It. He did a movie with Cheryl Hines. From Curb. Dead Poet Society. That's like a Curb. really, really good one. Yeah. yeah, that's good. I watched one time. What's the movie where he's the crazy homeless guy? Uh, Fisher, Fisher King. King. I've, Fisher I've King. I've seen that. That's yeah. and the oh, he did he did no the Fisher King's the one about chess, right? Yes. And, okay, where he's searching the for Bobby guy. Fisher. I'm thinking of searching for Bobby Fisher in the Fisher King. What? Um, what do you think about Awakenings? I love Awakenings. I like that movie too. I really like that's, Awakenings. That's Robin Williams and uh, Bo- Robin, Robert De Niro. Robin Williams and Jim Carrey are the same to me because Jim Carrey's movies are either phenomenal or they're really bad. Or Man on the Moon. <laughs> or yeah, like I mean there's I I one of my favorites is The Truman Show. Love The Truman Show. And okay, it, that run he went on, Ace Ventura mm-hmm. Mask Truman Show was pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. good. And I maybe the funniest I've ever laughed at a movie was the night we all rented in the '90s. We rented The Mask. Mm-hmm. God, what a what a what a great movie! Just he's eating the scenery in that movie. So good. Uh, here's a vote for The Departed. I like The Departed. I don't know if I'd put it in my top five, but I do like it. Oh. Watched part of it the other day. Here's a uh, here's someone that says um, Faces of Death and then Sports question mark. Football starts in 38 days. There's your sports. No, thank Next, you. Uh, right. James says he heard that film students are told that Citizen Kane is the perfect movie. It depends on who you get as your film instructor. We watched Citizen in a row. We watched Citizen Kane. We watched The Godfather, and we watched uh, Star Wars in a row. And then we watched Butch so. and Sundance. And our film professor told us that Butch and Sundance was a better better production than those three movies. So people that know. Know that Citizens Kane is probably not even the best uh, Orson Welles no. movie. Magnificent Ambersons is mm. awesome. Check that out sometime. All right. Anyway. Now, here's a text that says, My wife says the notebook. Oh, I'm on. glad you qualified that. 
That's a that's a dud. <laughs> oh, thank you. I get, Strange Brew. Yeah, that's a great. Yeah. One. Out cold. There's a good one. Hangover Nine. Yeah. <laughs> How many of those stupid movies did they make? The first one was great, and I never saw another one. And you just because you, you're not you topping ride, that. You write it till the last person won't go. Here, here's my theory on sequels. If the first one is phenomenal, they'll Leave never it top alone. it, and I'm not gonna see another one. Yep. Leave it. I alone. never saw Hangover Two, Three, There's Six. There's only three. Yeah. I've never seen them. I just saw the first one. I'm like, that is one of the funniest movies I've seen in a while. And, I mean, when Ken Jong jumps out of that trunk mm-hmm. naked, I, 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 I missed myself. I, yeah. It was hilarious. The, at the end, when they're looking at the pictures on the on the camera. Yes. I mean, that, everybody's sitting there, and they're just laughing. Ed Helms is missing teeth. I mean, it's just now, fantastic. Okay, so here's an interesting case study. Text out the 479. It says Inception. If I have to watch it twice to understand I all of it. I love that, though. I love that I had to watch Inception it's so, twice. It's really good, but I had so, to watch it twice. So the Matrix is out then. Because the first time I saw the Matrix, I had no idea what the hell was going on. None. There's a They're in chairs, and then they're in the computer, and there's a rippling thing. I had no idea. I'm going to have to watch I've never watched any of the Matrix movies. Okay. Uh, Tim says, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I like that movie a That's lot. That's good. Yeah, I like that one. Danny DeVito's in it. Mm-hmm. And Christopher uh, Lloyd. Body. Uh, Annie and Bentonville says, Pulp Fiction. I like. I did not, not love that movie. It's I not like, Tarantino's best film. I like portions of. There were some parts, like parts that I I actually I, hated. I think both Kill Bills and uh, Reservoir Dogs by far are better films than Pulp Fiction. It's the best part is the uh, is the Jack Rabbit Slim scene, right? Yeah, where they're eating in the cars mm-hmm. and they go yep. and they do the twist yeah. contest with uh, Fake Ed Sullivan, yep. right? Now we're right now on our stage. Okay. I, I, it's not even his best film. No. That's that's a very good point. Um, ooh, Taxi Driver. Now that is a messed up movie. boy. You better again. That's one you're, you buckle up. If if you're gonna watch Taxi Driver, that's one you're gonna have to set aside some time. Right. Yes. You're gonna have to get your food ready, get your popcorn. You're gonna need to sit down, and you're gonna have to stay there for a couple hours and just process the whole thing. That's right. That's right. Here's a vote for On Golden Pond. <laughs> Jeez, what's wrong with people? I did think it was, um, um, what's her name's uh, greatest work? What was that lady's name? I have no idea. The the older lady? Jessica oh, Tandy. Jessica there Tandy. you go, yeah. Oh, here's a great one. Uh, text LD 479, Donnie Darko. <laughs> I think he meant Donnie Brasco, no, and it got autocorrected. No, no, Donnie Darko is a movie. <laughs> I Don, know it is. Donnie Darko, the director, graduated two years behind me at my high school. I know him. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's not Donnie Darko. <laughs> I trust me. I think we shot that kid a lot. Deer Hunter's more... Ma- see, I got to see Deer Hunter with Chris Walken. I've never seen it. That's... Yeah. That's another one of those. It's an odd one. Yeah. You just, again, going to have to be ready. I'm ready for it. Casablanca, The Ten Commandments. God, how old are you? The Ten Commandments is just... It's way too long. It's way too long. It's overproduced. Did you guys like 2001? No. Space Odyssey? I didn't, I I didn't like that movie. I don't like that movie at when, all. Hold on. When did you watch it? I watched it not that long ago. Okay, so it doesn't hold up. It stinks. When did you watch it? I mean, it's really old. So. It is. It, I think it came out in 69. Yeah. I watched it in the mid-80s, and we looked at it like it was how the future was going to be. It totally. If you watch it now, no, it doesn't hold up at all. No, it's not that good. Uh, Tim, formerly of Palm Beach, uh, brings in a uh, Marx Brothers movie, Animal Crackers. I think I've seen that one. Those Marx Brothers okay, movies see, are great, but, and you're in and out in a tight 120. But here awesome. we are. Now we're just naming movies we've that's, seen. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Animal Crackers is it's on AFI's list, but it's in the 30s. Is it or is horse? Or, uh, um, okay. Nathan just sent me a DM. Okay, Nathan. The Princess Bride. Oh, I hate the Princess Bride. That it movie is, is so bad. I, I, watched, I, I heard, what did it come out, in 89? I watched the, the Princess Bride in the last year, and I was... It's terrible. Incredibly disappointed. Incredibly disappointed. Anybody putting in Plan 9 from Outer Space? That movie stinks. They're sitting in a supposed spaceship and they're in folding chairs. Like, it's really bad. <laughs> this podcast has been presented by Bet Online. When raising a Pacifico beer with friends you just met <laughs> turns into hitting up their friend's local art show getting inspired to create something together and painting your first mural, you found what was waiting for you, Pacifico. 
Life's waiting. 21 plus only. Discover responsibly. Pacific Clara beer. Imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 5. South Dakota seemed like the perfect place to unplug. But I ended up connecting to the world around me. A world where each sunset was painted. Where I felt adventures pulse with every step. And where cold water trickling, pine swaying, and grunting bison became my favorite soundtracks. I just wish I didn't have to leave. There's so much South Dakota, so little time.